0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation vidcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the Big Play Vidcast Network. I'm your host, G. Stryker, and happy cut day. Although we've lost players, you too can still win free money. Check out one of our new sponsors here, mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SteelerNation let me pull up my banner here. That way, I look like I know what I'm doing. Use the promo code Steeler Nation, and you double your initial deposit for your anybody that is new to my bookie. So up to a thousand bucks. So you want two thousand bucks in your account? Put in a thousand. Bam, you got two thousand. So good luck. A good one to bet on. Maybe Baker Mayfield against his old Browns. That's one I'm probably going to be dropping some money on. Mybookie.ag. All new users use the code Steeler Nation they will double your deposit up to a grand. But what a crazy, crazy cut day we've had here at Steeler Nation. Um, Lots of people have come and gone. First thing I wanted to talk about with the releases that we did, the the pre-releases, which I think are the better players. Um, We released Justin Lane, uh, the cornerback, obviously he's been on the team for a long time. Marcus Allen, the old safety, moved to linebacker. The uh, old swing uh, tackle Joe Haig, who can also play some inside. Uh, Trent Scott, the outside line, uh, offensive lineman as well, who also plays very well in uh, Meyer's system. And my favorite running back, Anthony McFarland. Um, those were the biggest cuts that I have to say. Everybody else that came off the roster today seemed like they were fairly standard cuts. We got defensive back Elijah Riley. Chris Steele, who did really well in preseason for us. Training camp wonder there, getting some interceptions. Uh, defensive back, Lyndon Steffens. The Davis brothers, both Carlos and Khalil from the defensive line, are both off the team now. Donovan Jeter. Hendry Mondu. he lost the big nose tackle slash fullback uh, when he came in on that one play to to, uh, to declete the uh, defense and get a touchdown in one time. Uh, linebacker, Delonte Scott. Linebacker, James Vaunters. Offensive lineman, William Dunkel. Offensive lineman, Adrian Ealy, offensive lineman Chaz Green, John Leglue, the other swing tackle, somebody we can talk about here coming up soon, Ryan McCollum, running back Max Borgie, the guy we just picked up not long ago, Kevin Rader, uh, Jace uh, Sternberger, both tight ends, wide receivers Tyler Sneed, Tyler Vons, Cody White, and we wave injured defensive back Carlin's Patel. So for me, the ones that I think we're going to be pulling back here for the practice squad Look for Chris Steele probably to make his way back. Carlos Davis, Henry Mondu, Buddy Johnson, Hamilcar Rashid looked like he was doing some, st- some nice stuff off of the edge as well. Um, Chaz Green and LaGlue have some options coming back onto that practice squad as well. as Ken Raider who's been a, a member on that practice squad last few years. Tyler Vons and Cody White. Also look like they're probably destined for that squad. Maybe Sims also if we do some swap arounds. But it looks like we're probably going to be throwing Austin onto injured reserve. That is going to be a move. And when we do that, we're going to add somebody back to the team. So these are the names of the players that may be coming back to the team. We were talking about Justin Lane. I don't think he's going to be brought back. We are thick at corner. But Marcus Allen has a shot of coming back. Joe Haig has a shot of coming back. Um, LeGlue has a shot of coming back. Trent Scott. There's a three lineman. One of those linemen are probably going to be landing back on this team and possibly Anthony McFarland. One other person I wanted to talk about as a possible add to the practice squad um, was a guy that we cut way earlier than that. Chris Olodekin, the uh, quarterback. I think he has a shot to be destined for the practice squad. If he's still available here after the waiver cuts, and, but we've cut him way earlier. We can probably add him to the practice squad a little earlier than other people can. So, Lots of interesting stuff. Excited to see what you guys have to think as well now that we're going to start talking. Because I'm going to you, Steeler Nation. This is your show. We talk about the things you guys want to talk about. Miles knows how this show works. Hey, Miles. Good to see you, man. Rich, how you doing, Rich? Welcome to the show. I can't believe number 80 got cut. Vaughn. Vaughn looks like a player. But he looks like a player that needs to be developed just a little bit more. Um, If you remember back to Lee Mays, Lee Mays had similar preseasons to what Vaughn just had really, really good um, in the preseason and it took him a couple years to make the roster. Vaughn's is on that trajectory. He's got a chance to come in. If there's any injuries that happening to these outside receivers, he's got a shot to being pulled up, pulled up and onto this roster. But I, I full well expect him to be placed on this practice squad. I really do. He's that good. He is really good at breaking tackles. So that is something you can never have too much of, good hands playmaker tough to bring down would like to see him continue to grow within our system but you have to ask yourself it's like do we keep Vaughn on the team over somebody like Claypool over somebody like Pickens because those are the that's the position he's pretty much competing against and those are resounding no's uh unfortunately those are spots that he's he'd be playing a z receiver on our team so if somebody something happens to one of those players he has a shot of being called up and and ha- helping out in those areas as well. But that's also where Boykin can play. But Boykin is also a little bit more position flexible. Boykin can play the slot. He can play some X. Plus, Boykin is excellent on special teams. Looks like he's going to be our gunner this year. So Boykin's a Boykin's got a slot, a roster slot, and a helmet on game days. So going to be fun to watch him play. Robert, what's up? Hey, always good to hear from you, man. I'm excited to hear what you think of the cuts, um, and I'm – we're going to be talking a lot about the offensive line I'm sure coming up but great to have you on the show as always Robert always nice talking to you my friend. Chow chow dad in the house. What's the story on the new offensive lineman? Dotson played better against the Lions. Um KG did okay but got run over at least once. Uh Alex Kazora also stated that um James or that Daniel's played a hell of a lot better uh in this past game and that's big because that's where the running game starts. It's center guard, and if our center guards are not working together as a treat, as a threesome, and that tandem threesome, and <laughs> but they have to work together to get these openings for Najee, and uh, Najee needs them. I mean, we see Najee make plays without holes. You give him a hole, he doesn't have to hurtle over people to get downfield. So hopefully, we can get that going. But let's talk about these new players. It is something I wanted to talk about first. Uh, We will talk about the offensive lineman, Jesse Davis, that we just brought in from Minnesota. He's been in the league now for one, two, three, four, five years. And the amazing thing about him, in his five years, 80 games played, 72 has been as a starter. Uh, Off of his rookie year, where he had six games where he wasn't a starter, we're talking about his last four years, only two of the games that he played in, he did not start. One game in 2020, one game in 2021. He's been with Miami the entire time. The guy is a player. So I don't know if we're seeing him. And these are the positions that he's played also. Started off as a right guard in his rookie season. Second season played right guard. Moved to right tackle in his third year. Played swing tackle, left tackle, and right tackle in 2020. And then last year moved back to right tackle. So we're looking at a really good positional, flexible player that is high both on Tomlin's radar on our scouting, internal scouting for the NFL's radar and Meyer Meyer loves this guy. So there's something in the coach him up that he likes about his hand technique that fits his system. Well, because they would not have brought in and given up some trade value to bring in alignment before cuts and being able to go ahead and attack that free agency on their own. So decent worst case scenario, Quality backup, plays multiple positions. Best case scenario, he can come in and start and play and play well, hopefully. Hopefully. We will have to see. Um, Miles, coming back to you, man. How did KZ make the team if he is out for the season? He's not out for the season. He's rostered. Now, What th- this is a rule, two Steeler Nation. It's a good one to talk about. We're talking about injured reserve. It's like, oh, he's hurt for the season. Just put him on injured reserve. If we put him on injured reserve right where the game happened before roster cutdowns, Anybody that goes on injured reserve before roster cutdowns is lost for the season, cannot return to the roster, cannot play for the Steelers this whole year. So what had to happen in that situation, Miles? We had to have KZ on the 53-man roster. He will be placed on injured reserve. I believe also Austin may be placed on injured reserve since it's only a four-week thing now. And we may have somebody else to be thrown on there as well. We'll have to see. But then we have a chance to bring back players. But that means that these players placed on injury reserve after the roster cutdowns means they only have to stay out for four games. They can come back anytime after four games. Doesn't matter. They're eligible to play. So the Steelers think the KZ's um, surgery re- sur- surgically repaired wrist and arm will be fine to come back probably somewhere around mid-season in my opinion, guys. Uh, these types of injuries can be 10 to 12s. Um, it, it will, will be nicer if it's an eight week injury, but we have a couple weeks before the first game as well. So that's what helps out with the trajectory of this. Getting him in back mid season would be ideal, especially the way he played. We all see, saw him vacate the zone on plays where he didn't have people. We got a quarterback running down the field. would have have an easy first down, bam, tackle before the sticks, got a punt. That's what I want out of my safeties. When I'm watching them play KZ fits his system, fits it well and I cannot wait till he gets back on the field. Same thing for Carlos Davis, or, or sorry, um, Carl Joseph. I love the way he was playing as well, but hopefully those guys can get back sometime. Uh, State of the Steelers, how you doing, my friend? How's it going, Striker and Steeler Nation? We are happy, and we're happy to have you as always, always. Corey Frank, OMG Striker, Man, I'm so heated. Why are we going to release Anthony McFarlane? We have three powerbacks, which will make us one-dimensional. McFarlane had a good preseason and he seems to be coming along. We need that speed back to change the pace and look at times and run stretch play left or right screens. Just saying, I agree with you. I, if it was my decision, Corey, we were keeping Warren. We were keeping McFat and we were keeping of course, Najee now Najee and Warren are powerful as well, but both of them can catch the football. That's why I really liked Warren. I liked what he did downfield Catching and snatching the ball out of the air, making plays down the field for the Steelers as well. These guys are all able to do that. I thought McFarland was our best receiver of the bunch, minus Najee. I mean, don't get me wrong, Najee's the best receiver of the bunch, but for backups, doesn't really change the offense that much. Warren looks like he's a guy that can progress into that area as well. But Snell, we saw him drop passes in the just the last game. Yeah, he cut the two games ago. Yeah, he caught the winning touchdown in that game from Rudolph two games ago, but. He had a drop, an easy drop in that game. I do not like Snell's hands at all. I like him as a running back. I like him as a short yardage back. I do not like him to get the football down the field and to run pass patterns because I don't think you're using him correctly. McFarland is a guy I can send deep. I can send him on 20-yard wheel routes. I can send him on seam patterns. I can send him on corner patterns. I mean, the guy can play. And um, it's... Would be disappointing if he doesn't end up somewhere else in this league, but I'm with you, Corey. I would like to McFadden on this team as well. Benny Snell made it. And I'm glad you are happy with that, Rich. I know a lot of a lot of Steeler Nation is happy about that, especially the uh, Kansas Steeler Nation fans, and we are fine with that. Hey, Striker, how you doing, Brian? Um, are they keeping or trading Mason right now? It sounded like a couple teams did reach out to the Steelers. Sounds like the Steelers do not want a day three pick for him, at least not a late one, because fifth, sixth, and seventh are probably flying around Steelers. They're looking for a three or a four, to tell you the truth, and for a, a strong backup that is solid, that put together numbers. He did not throw an interception in training camp or in preseason. He put up a great, great showing all preseason. Honestly, he played well enough to be in consideration to start on this team. He really did. That warrants for the Steelers, you know, third, fourth, we will talk. Fifth, sixth, seventh, nope, hanging up. We're done with that conversation, guys. And that's worth it. To me, we get a third or fourth form. absolutely worth it. I would take that in a heartbeat. But we have also been once bitten twice shy when we traded away Dobbs that one season when we had a glut of good quarterbacks with Duck Hodges, with Rudolph, both having excellent preseasons. Ben goes down game two. Then frickin' uh, Rudolph gets hurt a couple of the games later. We got to put in the duck. He's throwing touchdowns, winning us games. Rudolph comes back, they both won us games. But that was the that's what we were worried about. Like, you lose Ben. Well, we still have Rudolph. That's fine. That's how we why we traded Dobbs. Dobbs went down. We got Duck. Duck did well. But that's what you're asking yourself for this year. You've got. Two new guys coming up the, the, the computer. It's going to be uh, Trubisky, it looks like. You're going to have Pickett come in as the backup. But if something happens to any of those guys, you would love to have a guy like Mason Rudolph be able to come in off the bench as that third option. Not a bad move at all, in my opinion. Hopefully adding Chris Alodekin back to this uh, fourth uh, pre uh, the the practice squad because we are going to be adding a practice squad quarterback. It will be interesting to see who it is. Joseph Jester, how you doing? McFarland couldn't stay on the field, sadly. Hopefully, he makes it to the practice squad. Agreed. I agree with that too, Joseph. I, I hope he does make it on the practice squad because that is just a call up away from being played on game day. That's another. Uh, that's a great, great point, and one that I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it. Excellent point, Joseph. Love that. Love that, Robert. Lane's dad, I feel for, he. A, he's a big Steeler fan. Joe Haig was the only reason I wasn't even more worried about left tackle. Weak decision by Tomlin, Canada, and him. Incompetence is increasing. Now, Robert, we are going to add one of those guys back. Bank on it. And a, a guy like, like um, um, Haig is one of those guys like, look, we're going to cut you. We're adding you back tomorrow after waiver's clear and we put... Uh, Austin, and KZ on on uh, injured reserve. That's exactly the conversation. He, one of them, I, I mean, it would not surprise me at all if Hague's back. We're definitely bringing back an offensive lineman. One of them will be on this team. So we'll have to see who it will be, but I'm thinking Haig is a great choice to bring back. Tony Phillips. Tony and Alex saying, hi, Ghost Dealers. Hey, Alex. Hey, Tony. Yeah, I'm glad the whole family's watching again. That's right. I said hi to, you, hi to Alex before. Hey, Alex, how you doing? <laughs> so glad. I'm glad you guys are listening and watching, having a good time. If you got any questions for me, I will be happy to answer them. William, how you doing? William Bovie Ross. Welcome to the show. I don't rec- rec- recognize your name, but we're always happy to have new people here. We will still be looking for O-linemen. Never stop looking. I mean, this is, now I I mean, it's, it's kind of the elephant in the room now, William. Offensive line looked bad. Bad for the last two games. We looked decent in the first game. We looked bad in the second game. We looked bad in the third game. And I was hoping to have some improvement. There was some mild improvement, but not to the effect that I really wanted to see in game three, which was the dress rehearsal for the season. We're going to be going up against a good defensive line in the Cincinnati Bengals week one. And we really have to do something big to make sure we're not going to get pushed backwards just about every play and getting our quarterback killed, if not running for their lives. This is probably, I was more excited in free agency when we went out and grabbed Cole, when we ran out and grabbed Daniels, loved Dotson. I was like, that'll be great. We'll have green backing up at center. That's fine too. But no, it all got jumbled. All of them are looking bad, um, you know, but we'll have to see how this line gels. I mean, fingers crossed because we're going to need some help. Everybody's going to need some help on this line. Um, I don't know if it's going to have to help with the uh, the running back staying back in the block, receivers coming back to block, tight ends coming back to block. We'll have to see. But it's, they got to figure some stuff out and figure it out soon because week one is just around the corner. One more week. Um, helpful Honda, love the name. Why didn't we keep Tyler Vaughn's? Because we kept better, I mean, we had great receivers. I mean, Sims is also an option for which was why he's still on the roster. Um, I also really like Cody White, who started this preseason, this training camp as the X, as the ran with the one with the ones in the X position when Deontay Johnson was hurt when he first started uh, training camp. So Cody White's a good player as well. Um, obviously loved what Vons can do really tough to bring to the, the ground, but you're talking about a Z receiver only Tyler, Tyler Vons plays the same position that Pickens is playing that Claypool plays and that Boykin plays. looks like they're going to throw Claypool in the slot. So it looks like they're going to have, um, Claypool or sorry, Pickens and, uh, Bo- um Boykin playing the Z spot right now. So he has to supplant one of those guys. I fully expect them to be, to put him on the practice squad. Fully expect that Honda and hope they do. I hope he doesn't go to another team before that. We will have to see. (laughs) And again, do you like Mark Robinson's upside? I've liked Mark Robinson since we interviewed him before he was drafted. Go to the Steeler Nation, uh, SteelerNation.com. Check out the podcast. We got an interview. We got him before he was drafted. When he was visiting the Steelers, we weren't allowed to say he was visiting the Steelers at the time. Um, But we were super excited that he was coming into town. Guy can play. Guy plays downhill, jumps off the page in preseason games, playing against people better than him, gets moved up the roster, still jumps off the page. That's the type of player I can get behind to building their ability to be good on this team. Robinson has it. And that's why Buddy Johnson isn't on the team. I expect Buddy Johnson to be practice squatted, but it's a reason why we have a slot open now for him. We'll have to see. Robert, since Colbert left the seed of incompetence and poor decision-making, have markedly increased with Omar and Mike T. Well, I don't know. I I like the moves that they made. We brought in another uh, um, offensive lineman, very versatile offensive lineman, Jesse Davis. Also brought in Malik Reed, man. Let's talk about some Malik Reed for a bit. Um, Third year in, in, um, three years in in Denver, uh, was a left outside linebacker his first two years, then moved to right started 8 games out of 15 as a rookie, 13 out of 16 in the sophomore year, last year 13 out of 14, racked up his sack numbers, 2 as a as a as a rookie, 8 as a sophomore, 5 last season. The guy's put up 8 9 10 11 12 13 sacks in 2 years. You're talking about a rotational outside linebacker coming in for Highsmith, coming in for Watt. This is the type of player you want on the team and keep in mind the Steelers chose to trade for this player. We we also swapped. We gave them our sixth rounder for next year. They gave us their seventh rounder, and they gave us the player, Malik Reed, of course. Um, but we made that decision, Steeler Nation, when Roche was available on the waiver wire because he got cut early. He got cut yesterday. We could have picked up Roche already. All you guys are like, Roche all day. <laughs> like a drunk housewife. Roche all day, bring in Roche. Why did we drop? Why do we get rid of Roche? That was so dumb, Tomlin. I know Tomber. I heard you say it. But I, <laughs> but yeah, Roche is is gone and the steer is like Reed's better. And he is. Reed's a starter in this league. I mean, Roche's had some spot duty, he did well in his spot duty, young player, good upside, but Reed is a legitimate player in this league. That's why we gave up a draft pick. That's why we brought him in and it's nice to have him. And uh, Tuska, who looked really good and as well this preseason, he was on the up. Um, so, it, Oh, and let's talk about here quickly before I get back to uh, to this. There were some notable cuts around the league, too. I want to get your opinion on uh, some of these guys. Um, Roche that I just talked about was cut by the Giants. Avery, who you guys were upset when we cut him early. Tampa Bay picked him up. They cut him. Leatherwood, the first rounder from 21, was cut by Vegas. That's a guy that you guys were talking about. We need to draft Leatherwood in the first round last year. We didn't. Fortunately, not. Now we can pick him up for nothing. Um, running back Duke, Duke Johnson was just cut by Buffalo. Tony Jefferson, the safety, was cut by the Ravens. Thaddeus Moss, the uh, tight end, who was Randy Moss's son, was cut by Cincy. Josh Gordon, always, uh, the grass is always greener with Josh Gordon. He was cut by KC. Taco Tuesday. For Taco Charlton, again, getting cut by New Orleans. John Bostic also got cut by New Orleans, the linebacker. Um, safety, Stephen Parker was cut by Washington. He's a good player. And Joe Schobert was also let go by Denver. So a lot of the players that left us for different teams now don't have jobs, might not be in the NFL. So really interesting to see a lot of those names. Miles, coming back to you, man. What do you think we're going to do with safety now that we, our two backups are injured? We're going to bring somebody in. Honestly, I think we're going to bring somebody in. So watch the waiver wire. It could be one of those guys I just talked about. Stephen Parker's an option. Um, Tony Jefferson's an option. Um, you know, the, the 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 disappointing thing about safety though, Miles, we addressed it. We addressed it in free agency. We brought back Carl Joseph. We went out and got KZ, which was the guy I wanted. And what happened? Two bad injuries to the both of them. Now we're back to square one, which sucks for our depth because both of those guys can play. Uh, Mallette has also been hurt most of this time. Um, same thing with Killerbrew. So, um, you know, the guys that have been able to do it and do some special teams and good for us really don't have it. Norwood's the only guy coming back as a safety, I believe. So he's going to be coming back, but he's more of a free safety depth. Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that plays out. Shamika McGee, welcome to the show, Shamika. How did my cousin Mark Robinson make the team? Because the man can play. If you've been reading up on what he's been doing in training camp, he's been knocking heads off of people. And the backs on backers, he is a man among boys. He asserted his dominance. He's an alpha male. He attacks going downhill. He hits hard in games, knocks him over, knocks him out. That's how we made this team. Better tackler than Buddy Johnson. We loved us some Buddy Johnson too. Evidently a little better than Marcus Allen. Because Marcus Allen was also let go. Good tackler as well. But Robinson plays with ferocity. He plays with excellent vision, excellent instincts, and can shed blocks. Those guys are always going to make the roster. So if you wanted to know, that is exactly why. Helpful Honda. If that's really your cousin, why are you doubting him, right? (laughs) Here we go, Robert. Coach Tomlin, seeds of incompetence will grow to a forest of incompetent trees in a few years. Big enough. To have a full gospel chorus of other Steelers fans singing the same, I have stayed true. I love, I love that over the board uh, incompetence. A guy that that drafted and brought our defensive player of the year, that helped to bring in the great Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, that helped develop and, and draft and bring in um, Cam Hayward. I mean, th- th- this guy. The guy that was always told that he can't do anything on defense. He can only make offenses. The guy just rebuilt our defense. Defense is going to be a strength this year. Let's see what those seeds grow into. Shamika, I am not doubting him. Awesome. <laughs> is Mark Robinson your best player? No. No, inside linebacker. We're still probably going to go with the three-headed dragon of Miles Jack, who's probably the best inside linebacker. Also have Bush, who was highly drafted. Um, was not showing what he should be Spillane. Who's a great, great situational player plays above his pay grade and right there. Robinson's right there. Robinson may start getting some snaps, but he's, he's definitely going to be playing special teams and wearing a hat on game day. Not the best player yet might be one of our best special teams players this year. Hopefully can develop into a banger like a Vince Williams. And I would love it to see him develop into something like that. Absolutely would be a win. Absolute win. Listen to Mr. Keith Pringle and the Philadelphia Chorus to see me leading the rocket. <laughs> rock I love that. <laughs> You're always fun. You know I love you, Robert. That's great. Frank K. Hey, Frank. Welcome to the show. Absolutely love the Maroon Reed pickup. Been saying it for months. We needed a legit number three outside linebacker. Glad Coach T listened. Exactly right. We thought Avery was going to be our guy. He was a starter over there for Philly. He's been a starter at Cleveland. We know the guy can play in this league, but the Steelers smartly knew he can't play in our system. Let him go. Tampa Bay gave him a try. Tampa Bay has let him go. I hope he finds someplace grass isn't always greener, but Malik Reed can play in this game was worth a six for seven swap to tell you the truth, because that's a no risk trade. We didn't lose a draft pick. We lost a slotted round. And depending on where they end up and we end up, it might only be a few picks apart. We'll have to see. William Bovee Ross. I'm glad to be here. Excellent to hear, my friend. Excellent. Welcome to the show. I hope you become a big part of it. We're usually Tuesdays or Wednesdays at 7. Brian Davis. What did we give up for Davis and the new linebacker? Didn't see the trade details. We do not have the trade details yet on Davis, but for Reed, that did came out. We gave. Denver a 6th round draft pick next year. Denver gave us Reed and their 7th round draft pick. So it was a swap of draft picks, the 6 for the 7, and we get a player bonus. Absolute win-win, tell you the truth. No problem with the, that trade. So that's the way that one that one shook, shook down. Robert Green himself says he's never wanted to play center and now still does not want to play center. Wouldn't say Green ever played NFL center only that he got played at center. And you, striker, got played. (laughs) I love it, Robert. And the the, the one thing I loved was how quickly he could get to the edge on those bubble screens. Once One of the touchdowns we had to Najee where we gave him a a, a quick swing, and I thought there were two wide receivers, like doing like a wide receiver bubble screen. It was actually uh, Chooks that got out there, and it was Kendrick Green from the center position was the lead blocker downfield after he snapped the ball. Dude is fast as nuts. We just have to figure out a way to get this guy to figure out how to get the light switch to come on because he has all the athleticism in this world to be a dominant player, absolute dominant player, but got to wait for the light to come on. Brian Davis, your Robinson interview was so groundbreaking. We heard it here first. You are right. And that was weird for me too. Cause I'm like, should we really interview somebody that's not a stealer yet? This is just a weird interview. But he was a great interview. He was fun to talk to, very personable. And we were able to root for him. And I put him, he was the only player that I picked that the Steelers, actually, and, and Ken Hayward's brother. Those were the only two players that I picked that were going to be drafted by the Steelers this year. Because um, I thought we were going to get the other one, Malik Willis, to be the quarterback. But uh, I'm, I'm happy with Pickett, man. He looks to be a real deal as well. Chow chow, dad. Hoping Malik Reed is a solid backup linebacker to spell the big guys. Yeah, he and Tuska, and I liked what Tuska did. And the preseason games, I liked what he did also in uh, in training camp. They, we've got some good good talent back there. The, the, the backups are going to be good players. Scott Punswick, back to the show. Good to see you, Scott. Six-round pick for seven. Yep, that's it. Basically, get Davis for nothing. Yep, swapping picks. Great pickup getting Reed. Rick Giddings, welcome back to the show. Striker, we can't possibly be done with the offensive line moves. That was not a move for the starter. Flowers and Fishers still out there. So is Leatherwood. <laughs> I'm up for anything, any news of anybody coming to this team. I am 100% open to listen to. We can upgrade that whole line. <laughs> well, because right now it just doesn't seem that great. Ty Scott. Don't know the context of that one, Brian. We'll have to figure that one out. Um, Oh yeah. The, the lineman. The lineman's. Yeah. We might bring him back. That He should be brought back. He's not on there already. Tony Phillips. My my wife said, I'm feeling good about this season. Awesome to hear, Tony. That's awesome to hear. I'm, I'm I'm starting to feel good, too. I mean, Alex is a smart woman. <laughs> so uh, I, mean, I was I was feeling a lot better about our offensive line before I saw him play in the preseason. But it's going to be a long season. They're not going to be playing the same way in the preseason as they are at the end of the season because this is a new team. These are new players at new positions playing and trying to figure out a way to gel and be good on this team. Cole has also been rated as our, as our best overall uh, Lineman the entire preseason. So that was a good pickup for center. We definitely have upgraded the center position. Now we got to get and build out and have everybody start to gel together because it's going to take a village. It's going to take a village to block for these quarterbacks. Robert Snyder is a very competent state. Steiner is a very competent safety, always positioned correctly, nowhere to be every time with perfect football instincts, similar to dirty red Tyler. Um, safety Steiner on Steelers practice squad for two year. Yeah, I'm fine with Steiner coming back. I, I think he's a good developmental player, has good instincts, just needs to learn the game. Like the same thing we had with Harrison. It took Harrison, what, four years, five years before he started starting in the NFL. Played in some NFL Europe there for a bit when he was on the Ravens roster. Playing for the Hamilton uh, Claymores, I think back then. Or Yeah, I think that's what I think he was playing for the Claymores um, when I was watching the XFL uh steiner's perfect size safety six62 270 that's a big boy that is big enough to tackle any wide receiver coming down the field and can mix it up with the tight ends good point robert welcome back here from texas how many offensive linemen should the steelers sign to the practice squad 16 <laughs> yes the entire practice squad should be offensive linemen and we just keep trying that. and it's like we just run a reality show each week we just cut another offensive lineman until we get the best five offensive linemen to start the next the rest of the season for the Steelers it'll be a fun season right here on Steelers practice squad coming up on the Steeler Nation video network Scott Punswick Hague was a surprise cut I guess the Steelers more in Davis yeah yeah I mean Davis I guess knows the uh the Meyer system a little better that was the only thing I could think of um because uh, it, lo- it looked like Haig might have had some trouble, or as we talked about earlier in the show, Haig might be one of those players where like, hey, uh, we're cutting you now, we're going to give you a call in a couple days once we IR our guys, because we're going to bring some people back in. Whether it's these guys, whether it's somebody else, going to bring some players back once we start IRing some of our people. KZ definitely getting IR'd, Austin possibly getting IR'd. Green is the dimmest bulb in the lighting store. Not sure lighting his light on Shed so many lumens or Kelvins of actual light on the shady, sketchy O-line. And that's why I've always been saying no way he's going to supplant Dotson to be starter at left guard unless Dotson gets hurt. Who did I have that bet with? I had it with one of you guys. Who's going to be starting at left guard? Dotson or Green? It looks like both of them are healthy enough to be the starter. I'm saying it's going to be Dotson. was saying it beginning of training camp. Started my bet then. Seems like it's looking about the same way. It's going to be Dotson. Ah, a little Gator light for me. Keep going through this show. Do you think Cloach Flores has anything to do with our new offensive line pickup? Well, it is from Miami. He did coach him in Miami. That is an excellent point, Vince. Um, I didn't even bother to think about that. But yeah, that would have to be it because... There's no way that Steelers would go out and grab somebody from Miami without having someone like a head coach being able to ask him questions. Hey, how's this guy as a player? How is he in the locker room? How is he on the field? Uh, what is his work ethic? Um, how's his family life? Those are all questions that Flores would have fielded because Steelers do their due diligence. Omar Khan is not a dullard. He would definitely get his opinion on that. That is an excellent take, an excellent point there, Vince. Absolutely, absolutely love it. Um, Steeler Nation, still let me know what you're thinking. I got to say here quickly at the middle of the show that you've got to check out mybookie.ag for your chance. If you're you're not already on mybookie.ag, guys, sign up now. If you use promo code Steeler Nation, it doubles your deposit up to a grand. They will double. So if you put in a grand, you're going to get two in your account. It doesn't mean you can automatically pull out two grand and be like, ah, I won. I believe you have to you have to like bet that money before you can pull it back out. But they are offering the chance for you to double your initial deposit up to a grand. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do the full grand, obviously, but I'm going to put in money, probably about a $200. bucks. I'll get four hundred bucks, and then I'll be ready to bet for the season. So you too can, as well, Steeler Nation, have some fun with it. MyBookie.ag, double your money on the initial deposit if you have a new account. If you already have an account, just open up a new one. <laughs> That's a way to do it. That's a way to make sure you double your deposit, Steeler Nation. Uh, coming back to the questions in the comments. Uh, Robert, just, yes, and uh, one of the things, uh, let's see if I went over everything I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, just a couple... Cuts. What we, no, I went over pretty much everything I talked about, guys. I think that's pretty much everything on this show. We just have the some speculation here on who's going to be caught back. I'm going to look at the roster now here quickly just to see where the Steelers aligned their picks. Uh, looks like Kendrick Green and Hassenhour are going to be our centers. Um, we've got Mullet, Pierre, Sutton, Wallace, and Witherspoon as our corners. Um, we got Norwood that was retained as a defensive back, Alualu. Leal, Loudermilk, Wormley, Adams, Hayward, and Okanjobi. That's a lot of defensive linemen for the Steelers. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. As we were saying, first time I've ever seen the Steelers keep seven before the season starts. Um, I've seen them add after that, but that's those are seven seven quality guys. All of them can play on the starting team, and I don't see much of a drop off with any of those guys being on the field. Uh, Other than if Hayward's not on, because Hayward is all world. Uh, We got a fullback. Derek Watt was retained as fullback. Chris Boswell, obviously our kicker. Linebackers, we kept Bush. We kept Highsmith. Jack. Malik Reed now is on the roster. Mark Robinson is on this roster. Spillane and Tuska. And, of course, Watt. So that is for the outsides. We got Watt, uh, Watt, Tuska, Highsmith, and Reed. Those are our four. Inside, we have Bush, Jack Robinson, and Spillane. That's four. So we went with eight. Okay. So we didn't keep five. Might be bringing back Allen. We may be bringing him back. We'll have to see. Uh, Christian Koontz won the long snapper job again, which is great. He was perfect last year as our snapper. Uh, Mason Cole on the roster. This Cole's not listed the center. Who's that? Hassan They're listed Kendrick Green as the center. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Cole's actually our center because that's the way it's listed on the roster here on Steelers.com. They have Kendra Crean listed as the center and uh, Cole listed as an offensive lineman, but Cole is the center. Green is the offensive lineman. James Daniels, obviously a guard. Dotson's a guard. Chooks is a tackle. Uh, Jesse Davis is a tackle, who we just brought in. Looks like, but he's positioned flexible as well at right guard, it seems. Dan Moore Jr., left tackle. Those are our offensive linemen as we stand today. Presley Harvin, the third, killing the ball. Going to be my favorite player. I may get a PH3 jersey. I'm so geeked on this guy. Absolutely love him. Our quarterbacks, of course, are Pickett, Rudolph, and Trubisky. Running backs, of course, Harris, Snell, and Warren. Edmonds, Fitzpatrick, KZ, and Killebrew were the four listed that made it. So I don't see Mollette on here. Mollett has to be on here somewhere. Was he put in defensive back? I definitely see Killebrew because mollette has been kind of banged up this year too. Um, looking at defensive back. Nope. Trey Norwood was defensive back. The only one that was on there with, Oh, he was listed as a corner. They listed him all as a corner. Good. So he's on the team. That's right. He's more of a slot corner anyway. Good. Don't have to worry about that one. Now, uh, Pat Friar moves, Zach Gentry and Connor Hayward listed as a tight end slash fullback. So we have a backup at two positions. Who's going to play special teams. Cam's little brother, Connor, coming out to play for this team. Austin still listed at wide receiver as well as Boykin, Claypool, Johnson, Gunner, and Pickens, and Sims. All of those guys I was expecting except Sims. That's why we took, I think we have seven right here on here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That is the most receivers we have taken into day one. Obviously, Austin will probably be placed on injured reserve since we have seven on the roster right now, which means Sims is going to stay on this roster And we're going to add at a different position, probably at either safety or offensive line. I see those are the positions when KZ goes to uh, injured reserve and when uh, Austin goes to the injured reserve. Those have got to be our spots we're going to be adding to the roster. Uh, Already, then these are the people that are already reserved, injured. And I, I think that these guys are actually lost for the year. So Carl Joseph, much to my chagrin, good player. Anthony Miller, who we all loved as a wide receiver as well. A lot of people forgot about Anthony Miller. He was on trajectory to make this roster before his injury happened. Uh, Jeremy uh, McNichols, the running back, was hurt. And uh, Carlin's Platel, who was just added to the uh, the, the uh, team not long ago, is now out for the year, cleared waivers, and is on our reserve injured list for the season. So that's about it, Steeler Nation. I believe that's, well, we got a couple more thoughts coming back in here for Robert. What's up here, Cooley? Any thoughts on bringing, bringing back Roche? Yes. As soon as I saw Roche was available, Robert, I said on the, uh, from the Steeler Nation uh, writer's thread that we're on for whatever app we use to text back and forth with each other. I immediately wrote, and our next outside linebacker will be Roche. I still thought it would have been that happening until we went out and grabbed Reed. Soon as we grabbed Reed, it made that sure that we're not going to be bringing in Roche. Reed is our guy. That's the guy we're going to roll with, and he's he's got more starter experience, more sacks in this league. I don't know if Roche has more upside, but they definitely love Reed's get up. They love his the way he's put together, and they give a quality uh, player that can play in our system hopefully uh, a chance to succeed in our system. And now you'd have to ask yourself is. Roche better than Tusca. I don't know I mean the way Roche was playing last year in preseason looking well and then of course Giants poaching him off our practice squad putting him in games looking good in games this year he did not jump off the page in preseason games against lower competition so much so that the Giants that utilized him last year did not even keep him on the roster so I don't know if it's a step back for Roche this year or if we, there's just better players in the league over him that just happens that, that, to me that's the way I feel about Zach Banner Zach Banner to me should be a starter in this league right now. He's not even on a team and he was not in training camp anywhere. So that's just the way it goes. Sometimes absolutely the way it goes. Robert, speaking of Calvin's, I miss offensive line. Kelvin. Yep. Kelvin Beecham. I remember Kelvin Beecham. For example, front office head coach incompetence. Kelvin paid his dues, instantly became a leader for his new team. Steeler O-line rapid demise when the Steelers released Kelvin. No, because after we released Kelvin Beach and we ended up with a guy named um, Alejandro Villanueva, another uh, defensive tackle from the Philadelphia Eagles practice squad that we brought in and turned into a pro bowl offensive tackle, left tackle for Ben's blind side. You call it incompetence from drafting. I call it high competence for coaching players up because if you got to diss them on one, you got to be able to slap them on the back for the other. Because both of those guys are diamonds in the rough, and both of those diamonds can cut glass. Absolutely, absolutely great, great players, both of them. And Kelvin was a smaller guy, too, a shorter guy. Big arms, long arms, stocky as hell. Uh, you could not bull rush Kelvin. That's the one thing I loved about his game. Um, whereas, like, uh, Villanueva was just a monster of a man. six nine engulfed player. He eclipsed players trying to get around him. So you know, kind of they played the same position completely different ways, but yeah, amazing to see the way that that ended up going off for those guys. And guys, it's the end of the show. I'm going to start going down through my readouts. If there's anything else that you guys want to talk about, I will go to you when I'm ready to sign off, but please make sure you go out and you check SteelerNation.com for all the great Steelers related articles. Check out on our, our Podcast page. Click on that podcast link. See that great interview we had with uh, Cordell Stewart. Sat down with him for an hour. He volunteered a lot of information that I wouldn't even have been comfortable asking him. So absolutely answered every question that we were asking. Thinking about should you have been a wide receiver? Were, what was the the offensive coordinators? How did they uh, d- develop or hinder your ability to be a quarterback in this league? Those types of questions. He volunteered those answers. Excellent interview. Anybody. That had any love, and I had a lot of love for Cordell Stewart. It's a must listen. Absolutely must listen. Go out and check that out. Uh, podcast will be on noon, probably released on Friday. Uh, make sure to watch it. If you're su- subscribed to our YouTube page, that is uh, www.youtube slash Nation. Sometimes I just, when I'm on the road, I upload directly while I'm doing it. You guys comment and stuff too. It's a lot of fun, but I can't read those comments. I read the ones over from steelernation.com football forum. I got a thread up now. If you want to ask questions for the podcast, that is where you do it. Check out mybookie.ag one last time. Um, make sure to sign up. Use promo code Steeler Nation to double that initial deposit for mybookie.ag. If you've got a new account, if you already have an account, open up another one in your dog's name, double the deposit. Do it smart, Steeler Nation. <laughs> Tweet us at Steeler Nation, Instagram us at steelernation.com, follow the Steeler Nation podcast on Twitter. and underscore sn podcast and follow your host steeler nation striker on twitter on instagram on tickety talk at sn striker so that's all the time we have steeler nation for the steeler nation vidcast i know it's a big day for cuts we're gonna have a lot more to talk about once this roster is finalized by the end of this week probably before we start practicing for next week for week one but we will be talking about that hardcore next week on the vidcast tuesday seven o'clock again same bat channel right here and i will be there so thank you for joining me for the steeler nation vidcast sponsored by total sports enterprises and mybookie.ag part of the big play vidcast network i am your host g striker oh we got one last comment coming in <laughs> you don't really think Big Al is better than Kelvin Beachum. You're too smart, and insightful. I love college wide receiver Big Al's story and impressed he was able to switch the left tackle for the Ratbirds, but he ain't Kelvin. He ain't switched to right tackle for the Ratbirds. He was left tackle for us. Uh, but yeah, I, I will take a guy that makes a, an all pro and pro Bowls over Kelvin Beecham, though I did love Kelvin Beecham's game as well. Scott Punswick, I'll left, leave it with you. Hashtag Steeler Nation. Rooting along with you always, Roberts and Scott Punswick. I'm your host, G Striker. Rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers!